Brooklyn. 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 Hey. It's your boy, Todd Drew, over here in the building. Testerly Pod, you know what, you already know what it is. It's been, it's been a little while um, for Brooklyn Rebound here. You know, Brooklyn Bite, whatever it is, a little NBA chat show here. And I don't know, I mean, you know, it's been a while because things have been going on. I mean, I personally haven't left the country or anything like that. Um, I don't know if that's the case for my trusty co-host, Pod Nam. Are you, are you on the line? No. Am I online? Yes. Uh, I did log into CompuServe slash AOL, uh, hit that dial up, and it was like beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and then that went on for like two yeah. minutes. Don't and forget I, the denoom denooms. Oh, yeah. Denoom denoom. And then my dad picked up the phone and it disconnected. And I said, oh, Dad, Dad, I'm trying to be online talking to Pod Drew about the Niva playoffs. And he, he was just like, oh, sorry. And then, uh, and then I reconnected again. Had to log in, you know, hit, and and I hit ASL as well for no no apparent reason. So just ask you where you are. Well, classic dad nom over there. Yeah, pod nom. Pop, Studio uh, A. I don't know if he's there now. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, he 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 figured out a way to call me and disconnect the whole thing. So and your studio. I'm a, on my on my landline exactly. Well. You know, crazy things can happen when you go out of town. Now I was trying to transition, you know, a minute ago into, into maybe what you've been up to recently. You know, uh, you know, it's been a while. I shouldn't have left you with, you know, without a note beat to step to. And uh, yeah, I was stepping to. I had nothing to step to. <laughs> nothing. Zero. I was kind of stepping around in a circle, basically. <laughs> you got zero beats. Zero yeah. beats to step to. I, I'm um, so sorry about you. Well, uh, I'm still apologizing. Yeah. No, I went. I went to go uh, hang out with. Uh, Certain whiskeys peoples in Germany, and then I went to uh, hang out with, geez, Tabo Cephalosius peoples in the Netherlands, and then I went to go hang out to. Do we have any Irish NBA? Players? Yeah, I knew you were gonna go. I don't think so. I mean, you classically. Oh, Olympic, uh, I don't want to get this whole. Right? You classically. We had classic argument where you you kept trying to convince me. It wasn't even you were trying to convince me because I knew that wasn't true, but you were trying to convince me that it was reasonable. To think Olenek would be Irish because of his name, and I was, I was not feeling your idea on that one. But you know, but I guess that's the closest we have. What about like Scalabrini? I guess he's Italian. He's... I got one. I got one. Xavier McDaniel's old school, very old school. He's a Mac. Hmm. He's a Mac, right? Or uh, I think that's the only Mac I could think of. No, there's there's plenty. You know, like Jeff McGinnis. Oh, Aaron McKee. Aaron, McKee. Aaron McKee. There's plenty of uh, MCs. You know, I don't want to go. We're gonna go into racial slurs in a second here, but uh, oh my God. but uh, no, there's plenty of those, but they're not. Uh, uh you know, I, I'm a straight up Irish guy in the league. I don't think there has been ever any. Across the, the fresh off the boat from Ireland or whatever. Yeah. So then I did that, and then I went to London, and I hung out with Lou Aldang's peoples there. Yeah. Um, and Ben Gordon. So I, uh, yeah, I've been I've been traveling a little while, uh, a little bit about about almost two and a half weeks of travelings. Wow. I, I missed a lot of the first round uh, due to a lot of bars not being open live at like 3 a.m. that I wanted to see the games and also me being asleep. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is it, a four-hour time difference, five-hour? So in Germany, it's about – in Munich, uh, it's about six-hour. In Berlin, it's five. Six, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, in London, I think it's 
five and and Dublin as well as five. So I had six hours at one point for about two days, and then everything else uh, five hours. It's, it's a rough it's a rough watch. I don't know how like it, it really gives you perspective. Right yeah, how even yeah. young without like YouTube being around before, like how did people watch? basketball and really get into it. I don't it. think they did, really. I mean, the game is getting more popular now, in part because of the ease you can watch it internationally. But uh, good news for those German uh, fans, NBA fans, you only have to wait till midnight tomorrow to watch the Cavs-Raptors game, too, because they're showing that at a, a weird, stupid time of 6 p.m. tomorrow, yep. apparently. Yep, yep. Wait, no, no, it might not be stupid. Wait, so who's playing? Well, it's, I think it's stupid, because, uh, you know, <laughs> I work till 6 and now whatnot. The game's on right away. I have no time to get home or anything. I'm not, you know... It's two East Coast games. That's probably why they're doing it, right? It's two. Yeah, which is also. I mean, the, we're we're time stamping, which is fine because we're going to talk about these games. But there, there's no reason that the, I don't know why the Celtics uh, Sixers game two isn't on right now, like tonight. Oh right. We have Rockets, but right. We have. Rockets. But I mean, because that game was the day before the Cavs game once, and then the Cavs game two is starting at a weird time and before Sixers game two. It makes no sense. I don't know what they're doing. I've never heard of the six o'clock start time before. I've, no, we we've seen it before. It's happened at least. On the East Coast? Yeah, no. because I remember even, like, Indiana and, and Cleveland, like, with the David West, Indiana, and Paul George, they had to play a really early game. Um, oh, that was in Cleveland. That was Miami, but... No, no, it was, yeah. I mean, it must have been Miami then. Um, but, like, I've seen I've seen that before. It's it's natural. It's, like, it's like organic as fuck, you know? That's... I don't think it's natural. I think there's weird GMOs in this. I don't, I don't like it. Oh, uh-oh. What's happening? Uh-oh. I, I put, what I happened? Put, I put on some. Uh, what had happened? I put on some uh, Niva uh, TNT. Wanted to check that score right away. I think away. it's halftime anyway. And the Jazz were, were uh, beating them badly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously we're t- talking about playoffs and the rundown of it all. Uh, I think since I've been gone for so long, it actually took me a while to catch up, watch all these YouTube uh, recaps, ten-minute recaps. So, but did you? But now, did you see any of it live or only on recaps? On the Sundays and Saturdays, I was able to watch a couple at a couple bars. They uh, showed it at the bars there. Okay. Yeah, because it was like if it was like a you know twelve o'clock or three o'clock game, it was at eight o'clock, and then and then if the other one was probably at like eleven, something like that. So, you know, I, I was ha- I was hanging out there. I was able to see it during my my buddy Richard's uh, bachelor party, and and in Dublin they call it or in Ireland they call it stag party. Stag, yeah, I've heard that. I think they call it that in Canada too. Canada's um, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 follow kind of the, the British ways still, so in some regards. Yeah, Canada's weird. Canada's gonna get disappointed again by my Cavs, I think. Drake is gonna be disappointed. We don't like disappointed. He doesn't Drake. die getting killed by Kendrick Perkins in a fight. <laughs> I heard about um, that. I heard about that. Yeah, it happened yesterday, but uh. Oh, tie game. Sorry, update. Tie game. Six nine, six nine, eight fifty in the third remaining. All right, so the Jazz are choking. Speaking of Raptors, yeah, Jazz seem because they. I think like with a minute left in the second quarter, I saw they were up probably. I fifteen. Like fifteen or something. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. All right, you think the Rockets will will pull this one out? Go up 2-0? Yeah, they played pretty well at home. Clint Capella is like a. Like, he thinks he's like Tim Duncan when he's at home for some reason. Um, yeah, he's not having a great year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's kind good. Of, uh, not out of nowhere, but I mean, kind of like doing way better than anyone thought, I think. It's a deflated stats. It's the D'Antoni stats yeah. and performance. It's not deflated, but like it's uh, – Chris Paul will make any like a lot of people better and James Harden will. And right. D'Antoni's system, all they have to do is get open and dunk the ball, really. And Clint Capella has uh, width and uh, the quickness to, to crash the rim and dive to the yeah. rim, so – yeah, he's been scoring a bit too. Yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think that. Well, it's. Un- I don't. Know, I guess we're just getting right into talking about these series here. But uh, oh, yeah, I mean, we're being really, really like. <laughs> we normally do. Normally we do like 
27 to 29 minutes of bullshit up top, but I, I kind of want to talk hoops right now. Let's do um, it. It, it kind of was unfortunate for the Jazz that Rubio got injured in their last game and uh, isn't playing right now because I think, I mean, he was huge for them in the, in the series against OKC. Now they're playing at a deficit there and uh, that it was going to be hard enough to beat the Rockets as, as is. So. You mean Jon Snow? Sean Snow. Oh, because of his hairstyle? He's got yes. a hairstyle, he's got beard, scruffiness. Beard and, style. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the difference is uh, I think Rubio's got a little uh, olive, olive-toned skin. He's not a pale, a pale man like Snow, you know. Well, I mean, he's, Snow looks pale because he's always surrounded by white walkers. I mean, <laughs> what do you want him to do? Well, I, I, no, I mean, I, honestly, I don't think that makes sense because the white walkers should be making him look more Rubio-like comparatively, you know what I mean? Because they're so pale. But uh, they're not, so that just means he's even super pale than we thought. He's got you know a super pale part, uh, powers. Um, so, yeah, Rubio. Yeah, this is called being British. I think you saw plenty of him over there. Just now. Uh, not as much as I saw in Ireland. That was well, definitely... yeah, same difference. I don't yeah, know. I was wondering if I should get people, like, some melatonin or give them, like, some um, some milk to drink. It's that vitamin D in them. I, I don't yeah, know. Irish people go beyond pale because they start getting red, like, red skin, basically, and, and red hair and the rest. But uh, it's going like... Hey, shout-outs to our, our fans in, uh, in Ireland. We love yes, you. Yes. We love you. Um, and listen, I'm 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 forty percent Irish, so I was gonna ask I could t- talk forty percent amount of shit about Ireland. <laughs> That's how right. works. Cool. Well, I saw The Departed, so I guess I could do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so in The Departed, you know how they have. I, I don't know if you picked up on this, but they show a rat at the end of the movie because it was so hard to tell that it was about rats the whole movie. I'm I'm really happy that Scorsese. Included that scene at the end, you know, because I think people would have been confused otherwise. Do you agree? Yeah, that was weird when Splinter came on the scene, though. I was just. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was like, he's like, this is what the movie was about, guys. Gave a whole explanation. Right, gotta, go, gotta go talk to Michelangelo. Bye. Yeah. It was a weird Scorsese movie. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, let's. What, what about the. Uh, do you think the Jazz have uh, any chance here? Let's you know, say. Uh, let's, let's assume they don't come back in this one and they're down to going home. So, a couple things. Yeah. You know, the Jazz are are ridiculous like this team shouldn't even been I, I don't know if we can ever look back or you remember but we didn't predict the jazz obviously to be in the playoffs no one did um no. and they went on this winning streak donovan mitchell is like the statistically closest thing to magic johnson in his rookie year and like he does everything so for them first of all to beat the thunder kudos to them we'll talk about all the the teams a little later that passed on and died but like the jazz I don't know if their defense. I don't know if one person. I, they they talk about their defense. Rudy Gobert is obviously a defensive uh, stalwart. He stops people, but I don't think it's enough to stop the potent offense of the Rockets. They're. I mean, they're just yeah. as quick, if not faster, than the Warriors in terms of putting points up on the board really quickly. If you turn over the ball, a long rebound, you're kind of done. So yeah, I don't. I give them uh, a gentleman sweep. Actually, I think because they're they're a really feisty team. I'm gonna go six. Uh, Rockets and six. On really. That one. I think for Rockets, for Rockets and Six, I think the Jazz might need to come back in this one and, and win at the end. But um, but I want to point out something you mentioned just a minute ago. Like, you don't know if we what our records were or whatever going back what we picked. So I did actually, uh, I did do a, a, a little playoff. With, I mean, a little yeah playoff preview pod with our our old friend E Dashnam, kind of your what your fill-in from time to time. Yeah, that one. I don't know. I guess you weren't really checking the feed, but I, that that one did. That is probably the last basketball-related episode, or possibly episode in general, on the Brooklyn Rebound Network feed right now from a couple weeks ago. So on that one, I did kind of total what we had picked. Specifically, I think what I had picked, but uh, but what we had picked preseason and see how that matched up. So 
could go back and listen to that for, for the jazz pick there. Now, if the listeners, obviously, they can't see my face right now. I, my jaw is, is dropped. It came back up to talk right now. Yeah. It's dropped with whatever is whatever food that's stuck in my beard uh, right now. And I, I don't know how to deal with this news other than good job, guys. Uh, good job, E-Nam. Good job, Drew. Filling in, tagging out. Oh, looks like P.J. Tucker and uh, Don Mitchell about to throw some bows. Lost track. But, yeah, I think you guys Oh, by the way, yeah, and a shout-out to Edesh Nam real quick, too. He was on the pod. He was very high on the Bucks, um, which I was like, uh, I don't know why you're, why you're so high on them. But uh, as it turns out, they, they did not get it done against Boston there. But they put up a decent fight, seven-game series. Yeah, uh, I mean, our boy, uh, you know, we haven't talked to him, Bane, who fears the deers. He, lo- he loves those Bucks. He, lo- he loves those Bucks. Now that their kid's gone, or he's been gone, Joe Fronty, I think they could have won the series. I think they could have beat the Celtics. They should have won game one after that. that cra- Did you even see that at, at all? Is that, that was, uh, you, were you gone on your trip? Rosier, the Rosier 3 that, that hit? Um, yeah, well, no, the, but I mean, the one, it was the uh, Middleton, I think, hit the three right after that with like point five oh. on, on the clock to, to support overtime. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I remember I was looking at my phone while I was walking around and I had Wi-Fi for a hot yeah. second. Check the score, and I just see Terry Rozier hits a three. It's like one point mm-hmm. seconds left. Yeah, so. he did, and then they got it. They were able to inbound it midcourt, and, and Middleton put up a deep one with like no time on the clock. Just got it off and went to overtime, but then they lost. But that was that could be considered the game of the playoffs so far, I think. Okay, so your um, your nomination for round one game of the playoffs is yeah, or just in general. I mean, round two just pretty much just started, but yeah, that, that was probably the game of the playoffs so far. Yeah. So going back to E Dash Nam and you predicting uh, some series, and you know, mm-hmm. with with uh, these teams that have been banished from uh, NBA TV and playoffs and everything, you got you got the the Bucks, you got uh, the Heat, um, mm-hmm. you got the Pacers. And who am I missing? The Wizards. The Wizards. The Wizards. Yeah. yeah. So those four were gone. Did you guys predict any of those to win? Um, yeah. Well, no, like I said, I think I think Eric did have the Bucks winning. Ultimately, we we settled on the the, the predictable typical Cavs versus Warriors. But um. Oh, oh, ultimately going to the finals. Ultimately, but in the first round, I think he did have Bucks. I think. I don't know. I don't even recall. I mean, this was already a couple weeks ago. I don't recall if we brought, if we picked every series. You know, I, I know what I know what happened. So we actually recorded this podcast uh, on basically day 82 of the regular season. So there was still game. A, a couple of teams still had one more game to play, and it was shaking out. So right. at the time of our recording, we didn't know the matchups yet for certain, so we weren't able to do the first round picks. So that's why we're just saying who we think would do what, and ultimately who would be in the finals. But that's why I know that I remember. So this time gap is probably perfect. We're in, we the second round already started, and me and yeah. you are catching up. And then beforehand, you also didn't know what the matches would be uh, definitely. So yes, we're, so we're, keeping, we're, we're keeping the listeners consistent. on their toes, basically with, with yes. our recaps. <laughs> and hopefully, uh, who knows? We're recording this now on on whatever right game two of uh, Rockets Jazz. Why it's going to be like the finals by the time we get it out. No, I'm just kidding. It better be out before that. Yeah, it better be. Oh, James Harden just threw down on Mr. Favors. Oh, yeah. Mr. I don't know why. Well, Favors is hard to dunk on as well, so that's pretty good. You know, James Harden He's doesn't really man. pop up when he jumps. He usually jumps, like, sideways, you know, like left mm-hmm. to right. So when he jumps up, he's definitely got to he's gotta get that extra beard length. Oh, a little flop by Jay Crowder, too, from James Harden. Anyways, um, so what do you yeah. think of this series? Did you give the full prediction? I, I think we were getting to that. No, I didn't say what I – I think um, – 
I think the Rockets might even sweep them, but probably gentlemen sweep, like you initially said before picking six. I think if the Jazz don't come back and win this one, it will be a gentleman sweep at best. Like we said, maybe if they had Rubio, they'd be doing better, but they'd have more of a chance. But yeah, I don't see it happening. I feel you talk talk about their Thunder series against the Thunder. What do you think about the Thunder flaming out? Early on. Yeah, I mean, this goes point in point uh, when I was just saying Utah's home. I, Utah's home court is like... Oh, right. Yeah, it, because small market teams, they just they just fill in, right? OKC also fills in, but Utah hasn't been like on a high top, top three, top four team for them to you know make that much noise. And I think the Jazz did a really good job of kind of taking away uh, a lot of open threes by the Thunder, and they just they forced everyone to go inside with Gobert just anchoring the paint, and Donovan Mitchell just uh, man. Uh, OKC, I think I think they got they got some obviously they got some work to do. Uh, I always wonder now. I don't know if you think about this. Like if Paul George was never on the team and they had Sabonis Old Depot, would they be just as good? But I don't. Well, think, yeah, it's hard to say because I think. Seems like Old Depot, and he did struggle a little bit if, um, in the playoffs. You know, yet the middle part of the series, he was pretty bad, honestly. Um, or they might have upset the Cavs ultimately. I think he flourished this year with being being the team leader kind of thing, getting uh, the shots he wanted, not having Russell and whoever else. I mean, something happened with him going to Indiana that was different. So, if that wasn't it specifically, I don't know, but maybe something else. But I don't, you know, I don't. And Sabonis was uh, had a pretty good year, breakout year a little bit, but um. I don't think so. To answer your question about OKC, I don't think it would have worked out the same way. Like they're gonna get, you're gonna get the same game from them. But who knows? I mean, it's possible to say. But uh, yeah, and you know, with Melo is clearly washed up. They finally right. started benching him a little bit. Donovan did during you know game six or whatever. But right, it's too late at that point. Yeah, you just can't. It's just not a. I mean, so, some people did think they would turn it on in the playoffs and be a good playoff team. But it makes sense that they weren't because. Regular season does count, even though it's not as big a deal. And for some teams, maybe it's more or less big of a deal. Raptors, Cavs, getting back to you. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, too many shooters there, and if, if they can't make shots, which Melo couldn't, and even at some points, Russ and George were struggling to make shots. It just doesn't work. Carmelo has a lot of things to do, and I, you know, we have. I want to. We have a new segment. I want to talk about him a little bit later. So let's move on. Now let's go back to the East Coast. Celtics Sixers. Uh, game one was, I believe, last night, right? And um, yeah, it was two nights ago. That's what I was saying. Game two should be tonight. I don't know what the scheduling is, but but either way, yeah, Celtics won, fairly handily, I think. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they blitz. I would say they blitz the shit out of the Sixers. I think it's a combination of a couple things. Uh, home court in Boston. Also, the Sixers having that many days off more than the Celtics. I think it was like four or five, something like that. So you're uh, on the argument that r- rust over rest? Well, for someone like, uh, I don't know who this guy is, Terry Rozier, even though I said him before, I'm just making that joke about Eric Bledsoe, not knowing who he is. Who is that guy? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Good job explaining your joke. Before, before the joke even like finishes the sentence, you're explaining it. I was, right. to, I was trying to finish it and then also get a cough in, a cough out as well. <laughs> so I was, I was trying to multitask there. Excuse me. I don't know what's coming over me. Uh, maybe it's, it's a lot of bullshit coming out of my mouth. What was that with this? So the Sixers uh, were, were, hanging out, were hanging out. They were waiting. They were probably went to Boston, you know, just chilling over there while the, the Celts kind of are on this momentum. You know, they went from game seven to hanging out, I mean, play, resting a day and then going to game one. And President Stevens, as Bill Simmons will say, he's a boss, man. He, he, I don't, was he even, did he win coach of the year last year? I don't know who did. Uh, he might. I think he did because they overachieved last year. And yeah, I mean, we could easily win it again this year. I I think Brett Brown probably will, but 
But yeah, they're over kind of overachieving now with a lot of rookies, young team without their stars they brought in, obviously Irving and Hayward. So Marcus Smart is back though, and that's huge for them. I think I think he helped a lot in the game one against the Sixers, which I confess I didn't really see any of it, any of other other than just the score. But so I, I can't break that one down per se. But I I plan to watch game two tomorrow. Um, we'll see. But what but what do you think? Um, you think the Celtics pull it out or or the Sixers regroup and win those series? Well, how many people picked, you know, once Kyrie went out, how many people picked, like, the, one of the top five players in the league or ten, Giannis, to beat, you know, usually when you have the be- better player in the series or the best player? Yeah. But still, at least with that, though, I think people were pointing to coaching Marcus Pronti or whatever. Is, like, yeah. is, you know, compared to Stevens, is pretty pretty big gap. So I think people were pointing to that. Yeah, but honestly, after the Sixers dispatched Miami, I know you're out of the country, but the talk was that, you know, everyone was anointing the Sixers, especially since the Cavs were struggling against Indiana, um, and Sixers beat the beat so easily, and and because of the injuries on the Celtics, a lot of people are saying we're penciling the Sixers into the finals. So, um, you know, things you know a week later, uh, things can be drastically changed. But, but that was the prevalent talk around here. Yeah, around here, as in like America, yeah. uh, the greatest. Yeah, not around here, Cavs really pot. I still root for my Cavs. I think <laughs> still good. And for my Cavs, you know, I'm always looking. Uh, looking locally to my team, but um, honestly, maybe the Celtics are a better match for us. I don't know. What do you think about that? Obviously, assuming we go on to to beat Toronto, who seems to have a huge mental block against us. Yeah. So, I mean, before the prediction of that, what's your definitive answer? Who you got, Celts or Sixers? Oh, well, I was going to chat. I kind of wanted to see what you thought. Um, I think I, I kind of think the Celtics might pull it up. It could go seven again. I hope it does for my team's sake, assuming we don't go seven again. But because I think LeBron and Co. do want rest over rust. But um, the caveat that I didn't see the game, so oh, game one, so I don't know exactly what happened. But well coached, both teams fairly well coached. But and experience levels, frankly, pretty similar on both ends. Honestly, you know, like JJ Redick aside or like Al Horford aside, most of these guys are rookies or young guys, not a lot of playoff experience. So that all being even-ish. Uh, you would think the talent level would, would obviously be on the Philly side, but I don't know. I, I just feel like um, Boston might Boston and seven. I think I'm gonna say mismatch is exploited. I don't know. I'm Simmons can't shoot, which hasn't always been a problem this year, but it could be a problem in this series. So. I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you on all fronts there. I think I think the South and seven. Yeah, it's just you can't, you can't really bet against these C's. Um, it doesn't. They have a system that's kind of like reminiscence of uh, the Spurs. You know, they have a system where it just works, and you put players in, at least the right type of players. And Danny Ainge yeah, kind of. and Brad Stevens, you know, kind of figured it out, at, at least in terms of putting in players and not and picking up like next man up kind of situation. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, I, I'm going to agree with you. Celtics in, in seven. Um, I think the Sixers inexperience, even though people were like, "What inexperience?" You know, they they beat the crap out of the, the Heat. But like the Heat, all those players were also young. You know, like they're not except Wade. Like they weren't playoff veterans. There was no one on there to be like, "Yo, I got this." There's no go-to player on the, the Heat for them to right. be collectively that good. While um, the Sixers have, you know, two all-stars, like probably MVP candidates in the future, that kind of you know dominate the aspects of the game when they do. So uh, I'm going to go with Celtics on that. And and, and what do you think about my statement that the Cavs are better suited against the Celtics, though, or match up better than against the Sixers? 
What do I think about it? Yeah, do you agree or do you think I'm off base there? No, I mean, I think anyone agrees that because the Celtics are like that that team that, like, they'll win in the end, but, like, against betting against LeBron James has been the argument all year and, you know, last year as well and the year before. Like, it's hard to bet against this guy. The guy's been... Yeah, but, but that's the same against the Sixers. It's, it's versus LeBron either way. But the, the Sixers so. provide different, like, a lot more... Uh, I think different lineups defensively than the Celtics have, and LeBron yeah. has and, played played those players yeah. before. And Sim and Simmons is kind of a wannabe LeBron in some aspects, especially the, the passing wise and whatever. Um, he's already a great passer with Embiid. They got the big guy. The big guy can give us trouble. Just look at the Pacers series; their big guys give us a lot of trouble. Where the Celtics don't have as as good options there, obviously. So that's that's what I'm thinking. But um, I'm based on regular season too, which doesn't always matter. But so yeah, anyway, um, so we both say that, and then you think Cavs will ultimately uh, hold on against the Raptors, take care of business there, or do you think the Raptors have any chance? Man, and it's a very big choke job yesterday in Game One. That could be, and they they seem mentally weak already, so that could really um, just be more of the same old thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, last yeah. night last night was incredible. Um. I mean, not incredible for obviously Toronto, but like. Yeah, you're, you got relatives there, right? That's uh, I love I love the six. I love my fan, but doesn't mean I yeah. like the, I, doesn't mean I can't. I have to like the raps. I think what makes. Well, me, I'm not, I know you don't like the raps. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I, know. I know. I, I love Damon. You're Scott a nuts boy, And Ben Scotta back in the day, and T Mac for mm-hmm. that. And Ben Carter's gonna play forever. Apparently, he said he's gonna come back next year too. <laughs> he's already the lowest player in the league. Yeah, <laughs> uh, him and Mountie Ginobili will just keep on keep on going yeah. for the next decade. Yeah, so when it comes down to it, uh, Raptors will get a game or two, um, maybe probably tie the series uh, tomorrow night. But probably, like, but we'll see. If they if they don't win tomorrow, they're gonna get swept. But yeah, I think they probably will win tomorrow and get yeah, Cavs in six. I'm gonna say on that one. You know, the Cavs are so good at like, you know what? We're losing by twenty. Fuck it. We'll just you know we'll just sit out. Let it let it run get some rest like they did with the Pacers in game six. Yeah. And, yeah. and then be like, well, we'll just focus on the other game. You know, we got this. Even though they don't have home court, now they do. No, well, yeah, I guess, sir. But, uh, you know, game seven would still be on the way for it, but hopefully it won't come to that. And we need, you know, LeBron needs to rest, so it'd be nice if we could sweep, but that probably won't happen. But And then we didn't uh, talk at all. I mean, now the, this, the Warriors are up to on the Pelicans. Pelicans had a great run in uh, round one there. They swept the Blazers up out of here. We, we don't have time to talk about the Blazers issues right now, but uh, they did that. But it looks like that they're, they're hitting a wall probably against Golden State. Or do you think the Pelicans have any chance when they when they roll home to to New Orleans now to uh, any chance to get back in that series? They were competitive last night for a while. Yeah, they were. They were. And Steph Curry did his dance. Um, yeah, Steph is back. Uh, it's it's just so unfair to watch the Warriors all the time. Yeah, no, tell me it, about it. It's like. I can't wait till Steve Kerr just retires or something like that. That's the only way that's going to happen. Um, oh, I don't think so. he's the biggest issue. It's Durant and Curry together. As you, I mean, that's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. But once once you lose something, it's not like uh, it's not like a Larry Brown Rick uh, Rick Carlisle situation. I I think it would be if he left. If Steve Kerr left, it would just everything would be thrown out. The whole the whole Warriors team would just be demolished immediately. Yeah. Uh, Someone's going to leave next year, probably Clay. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um, so Pelly's. They'll get one. And that's get one. Yeah. That's probably what I'm thinking too. Dubs yeah. in five. All right, gentlemen, sweep there too. All right, yeah. So that's the play. The playoffs so far. We can, hopefully we'll get in for another pod at, at least uh, four round three starts here. But now you got a new uh, a new segment you want to do. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, with all these 
these zombie uh, teams right now that are dead. You know, we, last year we would uh, force them out for these guys, and I, I want to also figure out if we should be continuously pouring some out for some players that will be that are being discussed right now as players that will move to better teams or different teams or whatever. So we mentioned the first one. Uh, the segment is called "Pour Some Out or Go Some Out." And now, can I can I pause real quick on the yeah. name? I feel like is this the best we have? Like "Pour Some Out" or "Go Some Out" doesn't rhyme. Maybe it was post some out or Well, that's what I was trying to say. I think I, I spelled it properly. To uh, upper class Connecticut here, and now I'm like, yeah. the hard poor some out. Yeah, my, uh, my new England. Oh, but, but also, is do some out is not really a term that I'm familiar with. Is it? Am I just missing something there? Or like? Yeah, you know, like dough, like donuts. No, dough being cash. We talked about. But I know what dough means. It, it, but uh, you know, do some out. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the store to, to do some out on some new. No, 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 no. Like if you're if you're betting, if you're if you're like if you're on uh playing a poker game or whatever with your buddies, you know, dose them out. Like you gotta pay up. You gotta pay up. You you uh okay. you gotta have to stop All right, so that's fine. Pose po- po- them out or dose them out. And uh yeah, all right, let's do it. So post them out, you are gonna Yeah, post them out, you're selling it and dose them out, you're buying it. Carmelo Anthony on OKC next year. Is he gonna be on the team? Don't worry about contracts or whatever. We know that he has the option. But is he going to be on the team, or are they going to try to move him? Uh, post him out. I mean, I don't know who – I don't think anyone would want to do any out for him, but they got to pull, pull this one out. I mean, he's, he's straight watch, man. I don't know what else to say about it. You know, he was never able to get it done as a number one option. Now he's not even – he can't even be a number three option on a successful team. Yeah. He, I mean, if anything, he has to come off the bench a la look at Dwayne Wade these days. I know. I don't see it. That's a, that's a hard pull for me. What team do you think – would need his services in the NBA just off the top of your head. Golden State, I guess. <laughs> Put him on Golden State yeah, I mean, like, and, and he comes off the bench and plays like a, and maybe if Iguodala leaves or something. I mean, it would have to be a team like that that's like upper echelon, but that won't be screwed up by him if he's just being a straight role player on a team that's good, and it doesn't necessarily that only needs him to come in and score once in a while. Like, um, or I don't, I can't. Even, I'm trying to think of another team I got that would be like. How about those rocks, Houston Rockets? Well, I thought that for a second, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. You don't think but, he wants to hang out with his buddy uh, Chris Paul? Well, it's not about what he wants. About what the best situation. You know, I'm I'm thinking from a team's perspective, how who's going to help the most. Both, both. I mean, it, it works on both ends. You got if you even coming off the bench or not, Carmelo can definitely add to a team that doesn't play that much defense. Would you take him over like Trevor uh, Trevor Ariza? You wouldn't probably, right? Well. They got Trevor Reza, Bob Mute, and PJ Tucker. Yeah, well, he doesn't fill any role of a Mute or a Tucker, really. So I'm thinking of what Mars, you know, his game would be more he's similar more of a to four. A he's, more, he's more of a four in the NBA now, and also in D'Antoni's system. So Brian Anderson yeah. on, and then Carmelo in. That's basically it. That's all. Hmm. Well, I don't see there being a heavy ending for him anywhere, personally, but we'll see. Um, yeah, you, shall we go? Do, you, do we have more? No, no, and uh, um, so one and done on Posum Dosum. Posum Dosum, but we do have another one. No, no, I mean with that Kawhi oh, on the Spurs. So Kawhi being on the Spurs, and that's not if he should be, but just what we think will happen. Yeah. Then I'm gonna have to. It's kind of a tough one. I think I will. I think I'll post him out on this one too. You're gonna sell that. I really think about it, but by selling it, I'm saying I think he won't be on the Spurs. Yes, next correct, time. correct. You agree? Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, he hasn't really returned anyone's calls, basically. So, and I mean, Popovich, you know, it's sad news. Uh, obviously, tragic. His wife had died the other week. Yep. 
Um, and the Spurs uh, had problems this year. And you know, um, if I was Pop, I would even consider maybe retiring. But I, I don't think he will. I guess. But um, that's, a, that, that's a decision that you can't even weigh or predict. Um, yeah. So I'm not. But I'm just kind of on the side there. But Kawhi. I mean, what team do you think he might go to? Uh, people said the Knicks. Yeah, I don't know why he would do that though. But he would probably be best on um, the team that drafted him, Indiana. Who? Yeah, hope not. But. Um, that'd be, that'd uh, basically, if he's not, if he's not, uh, provided it's not the Warriors somehow, which I don't think would be possible, but provided it's not that, I would prefer he stays on in the West if he's not going to uh, move over to my boys' squad. But yeah, because I do, I always like Kawhi's game. I mean, I don't know what is, what's in his head right now, but uh, on the court, I've always liked him, and I and I uh, haven't always historically liked Spurs, so I'd like to see him on a team I could root for a little bit. Like if he went somewhere like a, a Portland, which I don't think would happen, but if he did, that's like situation I could root for him in. Yep. Um, that would certainly help them. Even though I said we're not gonna get into them, but yeah. Uh what what but but realistically speaking, if he's not on the Spurs, you think you think Pacers is realistic? I think they, I mean they got young talent to ship out to Spurs throwing a draft pick. I mean he doesn't the Spurs don't have a lot of leverage in the situation, kinda like Kyrie and the Cavs uh, right, right. last year. So uh, you can get whatever you can. The Knicks uh, would I think actually the storyline we haven't talked about is LeBron potentially playing with him somewhere. And I think that's that's a possibility. So, but yeah, I think he's going to be off the Spurs. We don't know when. Uh, last one, I'll take this one. Post them out, dose them out for John Wall on the Wizards. I'm going to dose them out here. Uh, people are thinking that he may or may be moved or not. I don't think I don't think that's the case. He's he's the guy. He's the all star. I mean, he's him and Bradley Beal, but like he's been the yeah superstar. Yeah, he's a uh, superstar on the team. And can you refresh my memory a little bit? What is his current current contract situation? I think he's got, like, he signed an extension two years ago, so it's, like, five-year extension, so he's got another three years. Three years, okay. Yeah. Did he did he sign that extension? I thought that was Beal. Or they both did. Because um, wasn't they, part of their beef that they gave Beal more money or more or something? It was like, the year before. I mean, there's no way okay. that, yeah, he could have gotten more um, at that time. But So Beal, for one year, was right. more higher paid. Um, I, I think, and also John Wall saying we got to get rid of Gortat and these stiffs over here, we need some athletic bigs. He just threw people under the bus. I think I think that kind of says a lot to, like, this is his team, and uh, I don't think anyone's going to question that. What about you? Unless you question it. Are you going to question it? Maybe. No, I, I think you will. I would say do some out and agree, because I think ultimately will still be with the Wizards, but it'll be interesting to see what, if they try to make a trade, see what they could get. I don't know if they'd really get anything that's a good enough return for what they would lose, but I, they might need to do something because yeah, Gortat talking his side, uh, they have bigger issues. You know, uh, like they, they never get it done in the playoffs either here. And with the and they have good players. You know, you can't look at the players individually like Beal, Wall, especially this year Beal when he never got hurt finally. Um, Porter has even played has played pretty well. Oubre has uh, had a pretty good career so far individually, but when you look at them as a team, it doesn't it just doesn't translate. So they might need to shake it up. Maybe they should. Maybe the coach. Um, but I don't think they will. Yeah, yeah. coaches have had different coaches, though, with this group. So Scotty Brooks. Um, yeah, not great coaches, maybe. You know, they, they, Whitman was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I will say I think he'll still, still be there. So okay. I will go some. So we on the same page? Yeah, we were. Three, yeah, yeah, not too exciting for the inaugural segment. We agreed on everything. But... Hey, everyone Everyone loves a good uh, peas in the pod segment. Mm, <laughs> that's everything. right. So we got we got seven minutes left in this uh, Utah Jazz Houston Rocks game 95-94. Who you got tonight? 
Uh, well, who's up? Uh, jazz by one. Jazz by one. Well, I'm going to say, hey, I'll go out on a limb here. I'll say the Jazz win this one and tie, even the series, and then maybe I'll agree with you that they will only lose in six instead of gentlemen. <laughs> well, you know Don't what? I think, Putnam, I think I may want to uh, watch the rest of this, so maybe you think we should cut off the old uh, the old BK bite here, the pod? The bite-offs, yeah. We should we should, uh, we should should cut this off. Um, anything that is, is like important for people to listen to, Padre, that you can think of? Oh, well, I mean, really just, you know, yeah, you know, other than saying subscribe to Brooklyn Rebound Network, you probably want to go where you find fun podcasts and also subscribe to uh, Voices in Your Head, which is a good comedy improv show that Com- both comedian. of us are part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with our good friend Aaron Rosen, the uh, the voice extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I definitely think you'd want to get on, on that. Listen, newest episode, you weren't on it because, again, you were overseas, but we brought the... Oh, yeah, well, we talked about that, so you did listen. Okay, that's good. Uh, but uh, but <laughs> it, was, it was with... <laughs> yeah, well, that was that part was what we were talking about. You was only the first couple minutes. <laughs> so you, you shut it off after that, I guess. Yeah, but after we talked about you and your weird proclivities with what you like to do, then we brought on Mark Zuckerberg and talked to him. So you, you want to listen to that. The Zuck! That is correct. Wow. wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed you guys got that booking. Yeah, Aaron somehow is able to book all these amazing guests. I don't know how he does it. Uh, he probably just does a lot of sexual favors to everyone. That's what I would say. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Also subscribe to Pod Trump Takeover. Pretty easy to find. Just combine the word Pod and Trump. Yes, similar show to Voices, but more uh, more Trump centric. I think it's more uh, politics, more politics yeah. commentary than it is uh, Voices in your head. Just straight politics, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> Yes, straight politics. No, no talking about you. But uh, well, no, that's not true. We talked about you on that one. Uh, well, what am I not talking about? Oh my God! So What's going need, on? You need to rewind later. Donovan Mitchell just missed a like a two-step floater, and then took one hand, cocked it back all over on Clinton Capella's head. And Ooh, I was going to say the way that started, like you, you got to rewind, watch this miss. I was like, what? Well, okay. no, it was a miss, and then he just made it a make really oh, quickly. Um, well, on that. All right, note, well, let's though, do that. On that dunk note, uh, that will do it for this bite. Thank you guys for listening to us, and uh, I love you, Padre. I miss you for, for a little bit. Love you too, now. I'm glad you had a good time in Europa. Right, Enjoy yeah, the playoffs, well. people. Peace. Peace. Rebound. Rebound.